Hey there, Mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 71. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. Well, as you may know, we're having part two of our listener question series. And unfortunately, this time around, I did not get any voice memos from you all, but I found some other people that were willing to provide me some questions, actually my two boys, Andrew and Sean. So two of the three questions we're going to be answering today actually come from them. And then the last one is mine. So we're going to talk about how to approach a room that is completely overwhelming, what to do when there's too many toys, and also how to deal with quote unquote generous relatives who give us stuff we don't need. So I can't wait to dive into this with you. Make sure you grab that notebook and pen and let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Well, thanks to all of you, this podcast recently passed 75,000 downloads. I am incredibly thrilled, so grateful for all of you. And I have a goal, a big goal, of reaching 100,000 downloads by the end of 2023. When I do, I'm going to have a huge giveaway. So please continue to share the show. And if you haven't already, please give it a five-star rating in your favorite podcast app. And if you really want to make my day and you're listening in Apple Podcasts, go ahead and find the show. And then you want to scroll down to this small little section with purple writing where it says, write a review. If you would write a written review, that would just mean the world to me. So thank you so much for your support. Okay. We're in part two of the frequently asked questions series. And again, if there is a question that you would like to ask, we're going to have one more round of this. And I'm sure we'll do it again in the future, but you can go ahead and email me your question. You can email me at info at simplebyemmy.com. Or if you want your voice to be heard on the podcasting apps all over the world, you can go ahead and head over to simplebyemmy.com forward slash podcast, scroll down to where it says start recording, and you can leave a voice question for me. Now I did ask my kids if they had any questions about decluttering and they're not here right now. My husband took them out to the park so that I could record. I was tempted to get their voices on here. Maybe I'll do that in the future. But the question that my son Andrew had was, what do you do if a room is full of clutter and how do you go ahead and start decluttering? And I thought that was a great question. So we're going to be talking about how to approach an overwhelming room. Now, if you listen to episode five, 
don't know where to start decluttering, the answer may surprise you. And by the way, I have a ton of related episodes today. So check out the show notes in case you're not able to take notes right now. But I recommend starting in your car, the most unemotional, unsentimental area. And the reason that we want to do that is because no matter what area we are approaching, we want to start in a certain order as far as what we are doing as we go through the layers that are there. Because decluttering is like an onion and that there's layers and we're going to get through one layer at a time. And then we're probably going to have to go back and go through the next layer and so forth. So the first layer of what we're looking at is really that trash and recycling, anything that's an obvious throw it away. Then we want to look at the items that need to go back to their home. So if they're not in the room they're supposed to be in or the floor they're supposed to be on, then we want to relocate those items. And when we're done with that, then we're going to be looking at a specific area or specific category and using that container concept that we talk about in episode six and we're going to play a game that I like to call love like maybe no. And I talk about this in episode 63, three creative ways to encourage your kids to declutter. And in fact, my youngest Sean actually did this with me yesterday as we were looking at our Halloween books and deciding which ones we want to put away for next year and which ones we want to declutter. So when we start with a certain category or in this case, a subcategory, right? Like Halloween books instead of all the books that we own. We want to start with what we love, what we like, and then those maybes or no's, we can decide whether we want to donate them or we can use the out of sight, out of mind bin that we talk about in episode 48, the one thing that you need to add to your decluttering toolbox. And that's a very systematic way of approaching any space. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by a certain area, I know that some people refer to some of these rooms as their doom room, or I've heard it as the Monica closet from the show Friends. That is just where you kind of stuff everything and it's super overwhelming. We want to have this systematic way of going through it, and that makes it a lot more manageable. And we can still only do 10, 15 minutes at a time if we want. So just as a reminder, we do these kind of challenges every other week in my free Facebook group. If you want to go to tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm, I ask you a couple questions and then you can go ahead and get started with us in the group. Okay, the second question actually came from my son, Sean. And Sean said, well, what do we do when people have too many toys in their house? So I love this question and I actually have addressed it on some episodes. One of the first episodes I'd recommend is episode 34 or toys taking over your home, tackle toy clutter with my five step plan for busy moms. And what I want you to do, which I will probably do a whole episode about at some point is to use the three C's of decluttering. So the first C is to curb your consumption. You want to stop buying toys for your kids for every reason, like they behave in Target, you're getting them a toy, they are looking at a catalog, you get the toy. You want to try to limit the toys coming in, especially things that you're getting them, maybe to just birthdays and Christmas only or whatever other holidays or gift giving ones for you. Now I talk about this in episode 23, drowning in clutter, stop doing those three things. And so really curbing your consumption is stopping that influx. And then the second C is to understand their capacity, also your capacity, what you're able to realistically manage. 
I talk a lot about capacity in episode 30, feeling stuck on your decluttering journey, the one mindset hack that will change everything. And so you need to understand how many toys can they realistically manage? A lot of times we think that our kids are just bored because they do what I call as the dump and go, where they grab the blocks and they dump them out and they move to the next thing and they dump it out and move to the next thing. But they're likely just overwhelmed because too much stuff is stimulus overwhelm for them, both visual and also tactile. So you want to consider maybe doing like a toy rotation or definitely using that out of sight, out of mind bin that we talk about in episode 48. And that will really help you with your toy clutter. And if you need further support, you can come to the Facebook group or you can always talk to me, hop on a coaching call with me. If you want to go to simplebyemmy.com forward slash coaching, again, great holiday present if you are looking for a clutter-free gift for yourself. And so that is how we are going to understand capacity to make those decisions. Then the third is the container concept that we talk about at length in episode six, the easiest way to declutter any space in your home. You want to have a physical boundary for every category or subcategory. So that could be Legos, books, cars, dolls, anything like that. And you want to have that physical boundary and then you're going to play that love like maybe no game with that physical boundary. Okay, so those are your three C's. Curb your consumption, understand capacity, and use the container concept. So the last question for today actually is one that I thought was pretty timely, given the fact that I was a little late in giving my wish list to my mother-in-law for Christmas. And the question is, what do we do with generous relatives who are giving us stuff? Or for some people, I know it's stuff that you don't need. Now, my mother-in-law asking for the gifts is great. I love that people are asking for something. And normally I recommend giving a wish list to your relatives. In fact, I talk a little bit about this in two episodes. Number one, episode 13, dreading the influx of toys after Christmas, four ways to limit your kids' presence without feeling like a Grinch. And episode 59, your five-step plan to declutter unwanted gifts guilt-free. So you wanna have that wish list. Make sure that your friends and relatives are aware of what the kids want, but then also, just having that conversation, whether it be directly with them or maybe indirectly, you know, they ask you how things are going and you say, oh, things are going well. We're actually trying to simplify our lives and just kind of remove the excess, trying to focus more on experiences with the family. And so you're planting the seeds as far as having more experiences than stuff and your wish list can reflect that. Now, you have to remember that the intention in which these gifts are being given is always with good intentions and with love. However, when you receive them, you don't have to keep them out of guilt. You are the CEO of your home, you make decisions, you set the boundaries. And so you wanna you know, make sure that your loved ones understand what you're trying to do, why it's important to you, but you're always gonna receive with love and with gratitude. But then once you receive it, you can do what you wish because it's a no strings attached kind of gift, right? You can always ask for support from your spouse if needed. This is especially helpful if it's a 
situation, like maybe it's your mother-in-law that's giving you all of this stuff that you don't need. And so it's a little bit awkward for you to have that conversation. Trying to get support from your spouse with that is always helpful and just sort of communicating why it's important and always going back to that. So I hope that this second round of listener questions, or in this case, two kid questions, (laughs) two kid questions and my question is helpful. And remember, you can go ahead and email me or submit that voice memo if you have a question yourself. I really hope this episode blessed you. And if so, make sure to share it with a friend and join the free Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. On Thursday, we're going to be talking to Sasha Starr Robertson, and she is an intentional living and biblical mindset coach for busy Christian moms. She is also the host of the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast, and we're going to be talking to her specifically about decluttering our schedule so that we can get back to what matters most. So I'll see you on Thursday. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact. But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.